in this story called The One and Only Road Test. It's taken from It's a Rum Life, Book 2, Boston, 1960-1970. If I were to choose perhaps the most futuristic or even magical motor car to road test and write about, then even today in the 21st century, the Citroen DS would feature in the top five. How it happened, I'm not entirely sure, but there I was, seated behind the wheel of a 1966 Citroen DS Palace, brand new and the latest in a long line of elegant and futuristic motorcars to come from France's Citroen factory. Batestrand of Curtin had been the very first Citroen car dealers in the East Midlands, one of the very first in the UK after the Second World War was over. Their garage by the side of the main A16 road just outside Curtin, a bit south of Boston in Lincolnshire, was elegant and spacious with sweeping double entry to large glazed showroom and immaculate forecourt. Numerous large mature trees added to the ambience and aura. The proprietor, Jeff Reynoldson, had a reputation for strict conformity to tradition and no-nonsense obedience to his every whim. Whether the fact that his tall and very glamorous, curvaceous, blonde daughter worked in our department at the Boston Standard had any influence, I cannot imagine. But I was given the task of driving the new model and writing my impressions to go with an advertisement publicity feature uh, showing the best of this unusual motor car that was leading the world with its innovative ideas. Citroen. Readers will be aware of that popular corrugated iron sided twin cylinder 2CV lightweight saloon that began flooding the roads of Europe following the war. It was truly innovative too, but nothing compared to its big sister. The 1950s saw the very first Citroen ID saloon with its revolutionary new design. Their unique hydraulic suspension, long flowing bodies, the sweeping smooth panels and no running boards. This was a time in the UK when the first Morris Minor with its split windscreen was becoming popular. To place, the first, uh, to place the finest modern cruise liner next to the Ark would be a similar comparison. Nowhere in the world was there such an unusual and dramatically different motor vehicle. There was nothing to compare with the whole of the Citroen range. The much improved DS model followed early in the 1960s and the whole mechanical concept was alien to anything produced in the same era. Under the long smooth bonnet and behind the controls everything was revolutionary. In fact, to show how far ahead Citroen were with their design and ideas, in the mid-2000s, 40 years into the future, one international car manufacturer introduced headlamps that followed the direction you steered the car and they moved in unison. Citroen introduced this in 1968 with this DS Palace. My drive, by the way, was a French-built car and ahead of the time that this was going to be launched in the UK. Driving a Palace 
Cars always have been a passion with me and different models intrigue me. The Palace I was to drive on the test was left-hand drive. The newest cars for resale had yet to arrive and besides were normally ordered by the client direct from the UK factory with their own particular requirements for paint finish and internal refinements. Jeff explained the intricacies of pre-selected gearbox, semi-automatic clutch, power steering and power assisted brakes. All quite mind-boggling to a 20-year-old who had so far only driven small saloons and vans. Oh, that is, apart from father's Ford Zephyr Zodiac Mark II automatic, his pride and joy. After much badgering and persuasion on my part, I had initially learnt to drive in this car and taken my one and only car test in it. In a DS Palace, after selecting first gear and beginning to move off with care, one did not actually need to touch the clutch again. A pre-selector lever on the steering column was used and by altering the engine speed, the gears changed themselves. Reducing speed and changing down took much more care. Before long we were bowling along the country lanes and eventually rejoined the A16 just north of Spalding. The left-hand drive created no problems as there was only ever light traffic. Today in 2009 when I'm writing this, 46 years later, these Lincolnshire roads are unchanged. But the traffic has increased beyond all reason. The cart track wide roads have to cope with the nose to tail lines of huge lorries, delivery vans, cars and buses serving our rapidly expanding population. Back in the DS Palace, the drive was sheer delight. My enthusiasm seemed to improve my driving skills and brought unusual praise from the usually stern and unpredictable proprietor of the garage. We returned, me in ecstasy, (laughs) the car owner, only too pleased to have his pride and joy unscathed. Right in the actual report was child's play after the test drive, and the result even impressed my editor. Unfortunately, I was never able to undertake any further test drives as this was normally the domain of our managing editor, the very one who had chastised me at great length for constantly abusing his fleet of vehicles. You can learn more about this if you read or listen to the principal van story. There we are. hope you enjoyed that little story brought to you by Cracker Books, written and read by Keith Sanders. You can read more stories on uh, Keith Sanders is the storyman.wordpress.com. Uh, lots more free audio stories on this Buzzsprout site. Uh, there are free videos to watch on Keith Sanders, the short story man in YouTube. And there's a shop. All the stories you listen to or read are compiled in books. They're on sale. They're downloadable from the Internet. They're not expensive. Uh, This story is in book two. Um, Have a look at the site. It's richardkeithsanders.sells.com. Thank you for listening.